It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. And you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what this is. This is the one and only D-O-Double-G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and Sports, hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's TIP, man. Hi, this is Jill Scott. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. It's really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant radio. into the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, July 8th. I'm Donald Ware. We're going to take things to Albany, Georgia now and talk with Gabe Gardenia in his fourth season as the head football coach at Albany State. The Golden Rams finishing the 2019 season at 7-4. and four. Coach Gardenia joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Appreciate you coming on the podcast, Coach Gardenia. Well, Donald, uh, thank you for uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate the uh, chance to talk about Golden Ram football. Absolutely. Just how have you been able to navigate this, uh, you know, this COVID nineteen pandemic in terms of the interaction with your players and all of those type of things? Well, I, I think we're all fairly familiar with uh, a bunch of different uh, video conferencing apps now, from <laughs> Zoom to Skype to. Facebook Live, uh, WebEx, I mean, uh, you name it, I think we've tried to do it. Uh, uh, and so uh, it's been, you know, it's tough, um, you know, especially for a guy like me that, you know, just likes to see everybody and, you know, wants to put your arm around your players and, and you know, let you know, let them know that you love them and try to, try to be highly relational. Um, we just in a different way. Um, and, uh uh, I think our kids have done a good job responding to it, um, and I'm real proud of our coaches, um, you know, just for staying diligent about it uh, and uh, meeting with our guys weekly and and just, you know, talking about life, talking about football, um, talking about what's going on in our country. Yeah. What, um, you know, what are some of the things, like what's sort of been like a typical, I, I don't know, I can't say typical, but in, in, in mm-hmm. the new normal, you know, sort of weak in terms of the interaction with the players? Well, I think, you know, when the uh, we had the uh, the semester was going on in the spring, um, you know, we were meeting once a week um, as units. Uh, so running backs would meet with the running backs coach and the receivers would meet with the receivers coach and, and vice versa. Um, and then it was kind of every coach's job to, manage their group as far as one-on-one meetings check-ins um so we would go an hour um you know as a group and then as a kid needed tutoring help or 
uh, you know, whatever football help or wanted to talk, then then the coaches would kind of schedule that individually. Um, I'm only feel, I, I don't want to overcook them, you know. I kind of want to keep them hungry. <laughs> um, and so um, uh, since the summer has come about, uh, we gave the guys a couple weeks off there in May, uh, and then we started up back up in June, just going once a week. Um, but I'll be honest, it's it's been you know it's it's been a lot more about uh, non-football things at times. You know, we've had a couple good team meetings where we've just talked about you know what's kind of going on in our country and uh, uh, with everything that's gone on with George Floyd to these protests and uh, and everything in between. And it's it's been good. Um, I think it's really it, it. We're just trying to grow together all the time, you know. Um, and uh, give our guys a, a platform where they feel like they can talk and flesh things out. So it's it's been uh, it's been good. Yeah, you know it's interesting because Albany, Georgia was uh, it was probably more the one of the more underrated cities as part of the civil civil rights movement back in the sixties. So what have you had? You know, I know you've had the conversations. Have you have you had players that have gone out and been you know part of 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 of, of the of the social change? I think we've had a lot of guys. Um, um, I haven't asked them who's, you know, you know, uh, been in a protest or, or been in a walk or whatever. Um, the first thing I think we we talked about with them was safety. Um, and you know, it's interesting. I, I've got a couple of players whose dads are actually um, uh, African American cops, um, and so very, uh, you know, they're even in a they're catching it kind of from both sides, you know, um, as far as, you know, just, just how they're processing their emotions. Um, but, um, I, I think we've probably definitely had guys that have, um, you know, participated in things and wanted to have their voice heard and, and we've just told them to be, to be safe and level headed about it. Um, and, uh, um, they've been, you know, our, our, our guys have, uh, I think been, responsible and um uh and they love their they're constantly trying to support each other um and we've just told them to you know sometimes not having conversations you know i think uh you know probably one of the greatest forms of um uh, of racism is just to is to let somebody say something that is um uh, inappropriate and just kind of let it go you know yeah. um especially for myself so i'm just Say, hey, look, you know, this is this is what we're this is how we're thinking. You know, we can't you can't let those things go. You don't have to get in an argument with somebody. You know, it's just about a discussion at that point. Um, so uh, um, it's been unique and it's it's been good, and, and we are ready to get back to some football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, but we'll see. You know, you just it's hard to tell right now what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, no, no, it's a good point. Um, you know, you mentioned getting back to football. Morehouse is a school that has uh, decided to cancel athletics. I mean, your your thoughts just in terms of being able – I mean, I know there's a lot of safety measures in place, but, I mean, this COVID-19 right. is not – you know, coronavirus is not going away. No. <laughs> um, and, and I think we're – I think we're pretty naive if we think that this is just going to be a normal season. Uh, I think it'll be anything but that. Um and so there may be a game that's scheduled one week and, you know, somebody calls you on a Tuesday, you know, and says, hey, look, we can't come. Or or we got too many guys with whatever. Or we may say, hey, look, we can't, we can't come. Um, and you may be calling around trying to figure out who's in the same predicament, you know. 
Um, so, uh, you know, the social distancing, the wearing of masks in our building, uh, the washing of hands, um, just the way we're, we're never going to have our full team in the locker room in the fall. You know, we're going to, we're going to reorder our locker room as we an offensive player and a defensive player and an offensive player and a defensive player. And, and so when the offense goes in, there's six feet between every kid that's changing. And then the offense comes out and the defense can go in, you know, so th- this is, we're going to do everything we can to be six feet between every kid that has a desk in our team room. Coaches are going to be instructing in a mask up there. Um, cause it is, we, we got to keep them safe. Um, um, and, and that's the thing that we can't just, I mean, the, the coronavirus is a real thing and the fact that it, can be life-threatening, even though it's maybe not for young college football players. It, it, maybe it's a low, low, low percentage of that. But you know, I sure don't want somebody to, to get um, you know sick on my watch because we weren't being vigilant about the precautions and everything that we need to have in place. Yeah. Gabe Gardinia in his fourth season as the head football coach at Albany State joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Seven and four season for you, Coach. Gardini, your thoughts mm-hmm. on 2019? Uh, uh, injury plagued. Um, you know, we, we played a ton of players, um, which hopefully will be a great thing this year. Um, and uh, really good on defense. And we finished number two in the country on defense. Um, and just, you know, had to learn how to literally win as a team um, by saying, hey, look, we, we can't let them score, you know, more than 21 and we're going to, have to try to find a way to score 24 um and uh you know we had a lot of guys uh step up uh and make plays and, and you know we, three quarterbacks hurt and uh you know our best player on offense didn't play past the theme because he tears his shoulder up and um you know it's just a unique uh, unique year um but uh, uh proud of the way uh, we responded but also just excited because I feel like we put some really, you know, we, we've got so many guys coming back. we got nine starters coming back on defense. Uh, we got seven starters coming back on offense. Uh, the whole O-line last year, the first game of the year, we had five new offensive line starters. Now we got five returning offensive linemen. So, you know, it, it's just uh, um, uh, it's exciting to think about um, how good this team can be. You know, let's start with the defense because you mentioned, as you mentioned, second in the country was absolutely tremendous, mm-hmm. both against the run and then, then probably more specifically uh, against the the uh, the pass. You know, you got a defensive back in Tyler Scott uh, that I'm, I'm presuming is coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a, he's an all conference kid, Derek Davis, mm-hmm. Ray Scherzer. These are younger guys, and you mentioned playing some younger guys. Correct. How do you you know what do you, what do you foresee this defense? Can it be better than last year's defense? Uh, I think it can be. Um, you know, we got to replace. You know, the we got the nine stars coming back. The two guys that are gone are both corners. Um, so you know, last year it was kind of like you didn't even think about the corners out there because you know you knew they were going to do their job and and, and that was going to be such a strength. And now, you know, a corner makes a mistake. Makes a mistake, Donald. You know, that's 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 six points. You know. A D yeah. lineman make a, makes a mistake, it might be a six-yard gain, you know? <laughs> yeah. No uh, so, um, you know, we got to get those guys ready quickly. Um, we've got some young players and, and some guys we've recruited um, that hopefully can come in and, and, and play right away. But um, I, I think the strength of the defense is through the middle. 
Um, I think, um, you know, defensive tackle-wise and, and, and linebacker and, and safety, we, you know, we should be pretty solid. Um, and then, you know, Derek Davis and, and um, uh, Malik Barnes, who are both, you know, one was a sophomore, one was a freshman last year. Um, both of those guys are really good. They're a freaking handful at practice. Um, they run to the ball. They create havoc. And, and they're just – they, uh, you know, really – played beyond what we expected them to play um so the key now is not you know creating too high of expectations you know uh you know, they, go, they go they go a game without a sack you know you might be mad at them you know you're like no just, just keep doing what you're doing right. um but um um you know i feel like probably the unsung guy on our defense is, is brendan Manuel, uh you know who's our nose guard he was really good last year for us uh he sends me you know, uh, 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 what is it, a, a direct message about, you know, once every two weeks he's, he's telling me how much he's running, you know, because I'm on him on his, about his weight all the time, you know. I'm like, hey, you know, don't go to the buffet, go to the track, you know. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, he, he keeps he keeps sending me his Nike app about how much he's running. So um, so I'm excited, you know, um, um, because of those guys who are really putting in a lot of hard work. Yeah, you know, you you mentioned you had the kid McKinley Habersham was really good for you last wow. year. Uh, you know, ex- uh, eligibility exhausted, but Tracy Tracy Scott comes back for you, right? Well, no, actually, they're both done. Wow, <laughs> that's the that's the so that's 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 the big question mark, right? Is these running backs uh, for us? Um, you know, those guys, both those guys are really really productive. Um, both, you know, um, played off played four years. Um, and, uh, so we got some, some young guys, you know, coming back, we're converting, you know, Tobias Williams, who was the starting quarterback last year, is going to play tailback, uh, probably a little bit, you know, more natural position for him. Um, uh, so, um, you know, I, I I feel really good about our backs. You just don't know their names yet, you know? Um, and, uh, um, and I think, you know, I think we're going to have a good little quarterback battle in, uh, in fall camp between uh, uh, Deontay Banu, who played about five or six games last year before he got hurt, and uh, Oliver Saversky, who transferred from uh, California Junior College and had a really good spring. And, and so I, I think both those guys are, you know, I think they're both really good. I think we're going to have a great little competition. And uh, I think um, both both are good players, but I think both know how to lead, you know, as well, which is uh, – probably the most important thing about any quarterback I think is inspiring and, and, and motivating the the men that they're around uh, is your uh, you know things could change you know as we know mm-hmm. but I mean as we stand right now your is your your schedule pretty solid you're going to open up with FAMU on September 6th on that Sunday that should if so that should be pretty exciting in, in Tallahassee pretty, pretty well it's, it's pretty exciting yeah we're playing down in the, the Hard Rock you know yeah um, so, uh, last, you know, the last game that they played in Hard Rock, last football game they played in Hard Rock Stadium, the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, we're, we're, I keep telling our guys, that when we're the next show after the Super Bowl. Um, so, uh, uh, we're excited about it. Uh, I think it's, uh, obviously going to be a great environment, great opponent. Um, uh, people keep telling me how good their band is. This marching 100, you know, I'm like, is this the 12th man out there? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I said, we got a pretty good band too now, you know? Uh, so, uh, um, 
we're, we're excited about the game. Uh, we're excited about the season. Yeah, I mean, our schedule should be. I mean, it is. Um, it's intact right now, and, and, and we're obviously planning on on trying to, you know, play every single game and, and trying to find a week nine opponent. You know, put put a put an APB out for us. We hadn't found one yet, but uh, we need somebody to to replace the maroon tigers there um, late in the season. So, yep. Gabe Gardini in his fourth season as the head football coach at Albany State joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach Gardenia, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Golden Rams. Well, hey, we appreciate uh, you having us on, and, and uh, go Rams. Much appreciated, Coach Gardenia. So that's a look at Albany State. On tomorrow, we're going to stay in the SIAC, take things back to Columbia, South Carolina, and look at the Benedict Tigers with their new head football coach, Chennis Berry, here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. We get in-depth as it relates to HBCU football, and we talk to mostly about the program. You're going to hear it generally from the head football coach, of the respective program. Of course, you can always download and listen to us on our website at BoxToRow.com, also via iHeartMedia, as well as Apple Podcasts. Talk with you tomorrow. Slang fiends at the liquor store, black cruising, crap shooting, 50 on the 10 of 4.